0: It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwaterflame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Everyone is Warlocks, Conflux, the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign that we're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Jack. I will be your storyteller and dungeon master for this narrative. And joining me today is
2: William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Wotan Spray, the dwarven pirate of the Pact of the Compass serving the thing beneath the waves. And Jeremy.
3: Hi, uh, my name is Jeremy. I'm playing uh, Koroshana Thavakri, uh, Kalishtar, uh, Pact of the Chain.
4: And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm Zoe, Pact of the Blade, Warlock, Hexblade. Half
0: John. Yep. And John. I'm John. I'm playing Elishard Amasi, the Pact of the Host Undying Human Warlock. And Nikki.
5: Hi, I'm playing Diamond Guitar, the Earth Genasi, Archfey, Packed to the Blade Warlock.
6: And Cody. Um, Cody, I'm playing Cole Istasi, the Shifter, Packed to the Chain Warlock. Uh, Mara,
1: who plays Aurelia Clementine Evans, is unfortunately unable to be with us today because she's off in Scotland or somewhere, but we will continue on. Our last moments in Conflux were spent in the main room at the Hawkshead House while the Warlock Compact discussed plans for the future, especially as regards their pursuits in the great game. It's currently a fairly perilous time to be a warlock in the city, as a murderous organization seems bent on killing as many of the competitors in the contest as possible. The first assault of which took place the night prior, where a large number of the warlocks were gathered at the Hyacinth Quarter in Dancer's Court to celebrate, relax, and meet with interested parties connected to influential sectors of society. Wotan and Aurelia in specific both made at least one notable contact with promises to meet later in the week. In the aftermath of the bloodbath, perpetrated by a number of disguised and masked individuals from outside the party, Elishard managed to rescue a young aristocrat who was deposited at a physician's premises for care and treatment. And then the rest of the night, as well as the following morning, was spent in discussion and planning as the month closes. And now our eyes are once again drawn to Cat Scratch Alley and Knives Font, where the warlocks catch their breath and prepare to pr- prepare to push forward once more. It's the early morning hours of the <laughs> day of the month of Troilux. And you guys don't have anything scheduled currently
0: the yes. second day second day when were we supposed to pay our rent uh this week mm.
1: like the specific day uh, first of the month was when it was due mm.
4: Okay, but you've time skipped past yeah, the first. Yeah, you've of time the skipped past right, the first. That's not of the fair. No, if you if you guys want to have
1: <laughs> have yeah no, you guys had everything in place. If you want to say that you've done it, that's perfectly fine.
0: Yes, we have done that. Yes, you have paid your rent. We were specifically to- waiting I, for that, and then didn't get the opportunity to well, do. Well,
3: I, I I assume that did not come with a. You have forgotten you are late.
5: So. No. <laughs> They being hunted rent was
1: due on first of the month you guys had the money you paid it mm mm-hmm. good
6: there, okay. Okay. Cole would have paid for the other place but uh his apartment as well if that was possible during that time scale okay
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right okay uh, yes, sure as, as tenants in good standing at the Hawkshead house still, yes. I just wanted you to make sure we were to have You have made your first month's rent. Fight with some wear rats No, <sighs> you're good. <sighs> um,
3: you know, If we have to fight were-rats, we have to fight where rats
0: I mean, <laughs> yes, oh. but we have so many things that we have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: To just... and trying to do it in manageable chunks. Yes, yes, but
0: there's
3: so much need and not enough want to find. <laughs> we haven't killed anything. We want to necessarily, as of like
0: we're working on that
1: one. We we we're all aware of Cora's <laughs> character motivation.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, um, you guys, have planned for the day. I want to investigate, and that means leaving the Hawkshead House, which I'm certain everyone will be fine, uh, I want to investigate these, uh, um, uh, uh, the, the, the organization that is, the, the organized effort to kill warlocks. (laughs) We, okay. we we determined some information about uh we determined some information about their potential locations or hideouts based on the information we'd gotten off of the poster, uh-huh. um and they several of us were pursuing that information in different angles, uh Zoe was, yep. Zoe was pursuing it with assassin contacts, Wotan was pursuing it with criminal contacts. I'm what to pursue it with my in law enforcement contacts and see if I can find out any information about the organization behind the attempted murder of a bunch of warlocks in the Hyacinth quarter the other night. Okay, go ahead as a retired warder, go ahead and make me a
1: just a straight persuasion check. because You're going to have to see if you can find anybody who's willing to
0: talk that actually knows about shit. I'm theoretically good at that. Theoretically. Hmm. Natural 20.
1: Natural 20, alright. You are informed that the Investigation is, of course, almost brand spanking new, right out of the hospital, uh, and there's not a lot of information to give. Seems to have <clears throat> been fairly well organized. Uh, the The tactics and deployment of the the actual forces at play managed to kill at least 30 or 40 victims, if not more, counts are still coming in. Um, And of course, given that warlocks are involved, there's also the potential that there are more injured and dead that were taken away by their compatriots rather than being exposed to uh, to the general investigation.
0: Um as it is not public knowledge among warders that I am a warlock am I able to determine whether or not there was any official backing to this or is it just this was definitely some organization but not us uh there doesn't seem to have been official backing but there's
1: not exactly anything there's there's the the Fell Heights halls are notably silent on the event other than that they're
0: looking into it yeah uh, the official government response is oh no you killed a bunch of warlocks bad yep <laughs>
1: okay um and of course everybody has access to the cyrix 39 uh broadsheet which i don't know why it's dated for that it should be dated Troylex 2 that's weird. I'm changing that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So that's that's what I'm doing today is talking to people and gathering that information. Oh. Okay.
2: Wotan has <clears throat> two things that he needs to create today. One is a very simple metal ring with a few with a handful of spikes on it. Okay. Um, the other one is a very particular potion that he has given the ability to create once a week. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that will take probably about two hours altogether, mm-hmm. um, and probably cost. Given that the majority of it is just handwork that you're doing yourself and your innate knowledge, you'll have to sink about three gold into it. But you'll be Sounds able good. to get. Mm-hmm. But you'll be able to get both of those. Mm-hmm.
2: I get to change rent pouch from 305 gold to empty.
1: (laughs) Yes. And as a uh, little bit of a retcon, when you dropped off the rent, it was met with a pleased grin and a Friendly reminder that towards the end of the week, they should have information as to when your, when and where your services will be required. Yes, for, the for promise them for the the heist <laughs> in question. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. <laughs> Sounds good. I have a metal ring to use for my bitter chain spell. Yep. And a very particular potion that I can hold on to and use when I want to. Yes, indeed. Mm
1: -hmm. What are other people engaged in? Mm
4: -hmm. Leveling up my character because I was lazy and forgot. Okay, that's a good thing to do. <laughs> you no, know, so is available if anyone like wants physical backup or wants to talk about things, but doesn't have specific design. Sorry. <clears throat> uh
5: Diamond's uh Diamond's not really interested in the any of the stuff going on right now. Uh so she'll she'll help people go shopping.
7: <laughs>
6: Uh, Cole's going to change into his regular clothes uh, and then um, probably see if he can get if there's any news from the other urchins around town he'll go back to the hangouts he used to hang around and then maybe see if he can find Ludo Uh, and actually there's another Dude. Maybe visit Belgram. Okay. See if he has heard anything. Cause he's outside of Ludo, he's the shiftiest person he knows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so Ludo is notably not findable currently. Um n- even the the kids that he generally works with on and employs say they haven't seen him since yesterday.
6: I have the ultimate hide and seek weapon. I will, I'll, <laughs> I'll go to the an alley, cast a uh, find creature, and uh, or locate creature, and walk around. Um, Dawn Breeze are where his normal hangouts are.
1: Yeah, usually in the Dawn Breeze, Knives Font, Song Sorrows, up and down the river river primarily, um, since that's where most of the traffic is. Uh, Go ahead and roll me a D100. Yeah. 37. During the duration of the spell, you don't get any rings on his location.
6: Okay. Um, did any of the other kids that he worked with, did they say last what he was up to last time before they saw him? If he was talking about any anything?
0: Um
1: not nice particularly there. everything seemed to be business as normal
6: okay all right i'm going to i'm going to go to my dad's old guild then and see okay uh,
1: you are able to find Belgram.
6: He's Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um I'll show up as somebody else though. Um, okay. The guy that the the guy that I marked last night that fell off the roof. <laughs> uh,
2: okay.
6: I'll look like him.
1: <laughs> Sounds good.
6: So you talk to his corpse.
1: <laughs> step in to Belgrim's pawn shop using the face of a dead man. Yep. He's not using using it anymore. anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you two stop that. (laughs) Um, Hey, welcome to the Crystal Cavern. What can we get for you today? Hmm. Buying or selling? uh, Buying. All right, well, in the market for anything particular, or are you just looking for a decent deal? We've got. Plenty of wares here, all for rock-bottom prices.
6: Do you have information? What's that <laughs> cost? Oh. Cole has never done this.
1: We can tell.
6: Yep. Yeah,
1: well, it depends on what you need to know and who is it about.
6: Hmm? Uh, I saw the thing, so I'm just going to... Pull out the broadsheet. I'm going to pull out a piece of paper and draw the symbol that I saw.
1: He looks it over. Hmm. Interesting glyph you got there. Hmm.
6: Well, I've heard what happened. And then he just watches. (laughs) I heard there was a bit of commotion over in Dancer's Court. and
1: mm. Hi. And if you're looking for commotion with the folks that did this, well, I can tell you where to start. Mm. Sure. Twilight's Web. Mm.
6: Mm-hmm. I'll pull out <laughs> two gold and say who's in Twilight's Web.
1: The coins vanish. <laughs> well, I don't have any names of individuals, you understand, but I've of course. heard rumors that a number of them like to move about and spend time over there. Out of disguise, of course, so good luck trying to pick them out of a crowd, but you seem an intelligent person. I'm sure you'll be able to, uh, to manage that all right. Would you be looking for a tavern? Which one's that? It's called West End Brews. Mm -hmm.
6: These like-minded individuals to the commotion or more the warlocks?
1: Well, if you're looking for trouble and a dust up, maybe you'll find both.
6: Fair enough. I'll give him another gold and leave. You hear him
1: just ching ching.
6: And then as soon as I leave, I'll go like two blocks down. <laughs> shift back and go
3: holy shit Belgrim what the fuck <laughs>
6: <laughs> and then I'll call Edgar and then fly back to font. Okay. and share what I've learned yeah. alright so Cole comes back in guys I found something <laughs>
2: <laughs> just like that what Wotan, like swirling a small pink vial in his left hand as you enter oh really yeah
6: not food either this is like total yeah uh so you know the the people that made that symbol that you know tried to murder us the other night right oh, yeah apparently um maybe some of them like to hang out at a tavern at, at twilight's web and so yeah I uh, showed the symbol to somebody that I know, and he said that there might be, yeah, people over there that know about this.
2: Might be worth investigating at some point. Excellent I'm work, still- Cole. Um,
4: is that our top priority? Because it feels like we have a few different things we could do, and obviously we will do all of them, and we'll be awesome at all of them. But like, <laughs> we can go do that next. We can hold off and wait for exactly knowing exactly when that cart that we need to deal with our, for our, impl- for our landlords is. We can go after the kobolds. We can go after or the fucker that killed. Um... Why is Sensaku the only name coming to mind for John's character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elishard. Thank you. <laughs> the fucker that killed Elishard and screwed over diamond. Uh- the guy that
0: killed Heedon, you already killed. Yeah, that one's dead. <laughs> it's
3: been a while. <laughs> Listen, do you keep track of everybody who killed my characters? Yes,
0: because I was the GM in the game. You don't
3: count. You're the GM. Yes, because I was the
0: GM in the game.
3: When you're not DMing. Only if I swore a
0: blood oath. Interestingly, or something. when I'm not GMing, you don't die as much.
3: <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a significant detail.
4: <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um. But obviously, there's a few other things we could do, um, and we need to find. Uh, Zoe would not have forgotten his name, the underworld guy. Uh, the one that Wotan spoke to at the party? Yep, yep Gores and Karag. And also, obviously we need to find Karak, which might be easiest to do through the kobolds. Um, but, you know, a group of people killing warlocks, one, this, if we get rid of them, that increases our status a lot. Two, if we get rid of them, we get rid of a really big threat to us. I don't know.
0: Um, let me know whenever I get back from my investigation, Jack. It'll probably be since you, you. I assume
1: you were going to your contacts, which would all be up in Stormways. Yeah, so it'll I figured most. Be, it'll probably of be
4: day. noon at the earliest. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be I a couple hours. I thought Cole had
4: gathered a decent number of us.
1: Yeah, no. I yeah. mean, right now, Elishard is pretty much the only one out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Awesome. Um, the rent was thirty percent or sixty gold, whichever was higher.
7: Okay.
6: Yeah, no, I wasn't... I don't mean that we should... They seem like they were well put together to deal with, like, Warlocks as a whole, so yeah, just knowing where they might be, I thought might be a good idea, but definitely recruit and plan before we... Step in that big pile.
2: Um. I've got to find materials and potentially coin because I've either got to afford or steal some heavy armor because I need to. Hey, some
4: just, can you check the thing that I asked you about?
2: Oh, sorry. Uh, let
1: me pop back to that. Oh, um, yeah, let me check on that.
4: I'm really sorry to interrupt for that. It's just important to this moment of the conversation. Yeah. And so, hmm.
2: criminal activity dealing with finding yeah, materials that's fine. and and All equipment,
4: right, I'm taking that then. Okay.
2: Uh, as well as finding information about Gorgonzon, probably be oh, on for the next few
4: days. I know you're more of a pirate than, than Hmm. How do all of you feel about a little bit of a con? I do have an idea.
2: I mean, a good solid con is a, is a strong part of piracy.
3: What is... I would need more details.
5: Yeah. Um,
6: we kinda, if, if you need the armor, I'm all for stealing it. I have a new trick. I, I kind of stole it from from Zoe, but
1: Zoe's planning wow. on on hosting the first ever Conflux Assassin Con. <laughs> Going to get everybody together up in Fell Heights. There's a there's a center up
2: there. How big is the set up a booth? There's a few Golders, panels on poisoning. Goldish hmm? Goldish Speedy Courier is like Can't get a suit of armor.
4: Good. Make sure that. Something got, Someone got something shiny, a piece of silverware. Yeah. Nab something out of a drawer. Yeah. Um, mm. Flick it up and then cast distort value on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep, I thought about that spell too. <laughs> it's such a good spell.
4: I, I didn't quite finish putting it in because I just got permission to take it but it's so good it's, it's good. really good admittedly we'd probably not want our faces associated with it because it does wear off after a while but when you have some experience look at it it's worth more now right
1: <laughs> it actively looks a lot fancier than it was. Yeah. Admittedly,
4: our silverware doubling in value is probably not that much. But... It's
2: worth at least two copper pieces. Now. I mean, let's let's see if he can roll an investigation check. Natural 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I look, I look at it and I can see the illusion.
4: That's a neat trick, actually. Most in this world are not knowing to look for magic. It doesn't come up outside of items that are magical themselves that often. So if we've got some extra swords or something that we're not going to sell to Diamond and or um, Elishard's families.
2: Of course not.
4: Or other... But definitely something to... We want not stay away from... much of the plan for the con itself. That might be more someone else's purview. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll definitely want to stay away
2: from actual fences because uh, anyone anyone running a fence also knows to look for, you know, cons and uh, fakes, even if they're not looking specifically for magic.
4: We'll want to uh... stay away from actual fences. We'll probably want someone who can change their face to present it. Mm. But might be a quick way to earn some coin, and I don't think our landlords are going to be too confused when we put con on our, our income sheet.
7: Oh, absolutely.
4: Huh. I've only got I the would, vaguest descriptions of where any of our
2: individual incomes come in, in village or anywhere.
3: I would suggest uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to this. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not incredibly for it, but I'm not opposed. Um, I would suggest that if we do, we do not put con on our input sheet because we don't want to inform our employers of any more skills than we have, lest we be impressed into doing more duties against our will.
2: I'm the keeper okay. of the ledger. Don't worry about it.
3: Yeah. I don't care who's the keeper of the ledger. I was simply expressing that in case it hadn't been said or
4: thought of Fair. It's just I was more making the point that they're not expecting us to get things by honest means that are sanctioned by, by the city. Of course. Yeah.
2: My my ledger my ledger reports are very rarely any more specific than sale of than sale of goods or acquisition of income.
7: No.
4: Well, that's my contribution to something we could do quickly to flip a profit, but...
3: I mean, it would do that for
2: certain. I mean, I can certainly hammer out a few metal rings that can be made to look like a far more fancy and expensive than they actually are. Yeah.
4: Keep in mind that it specifically doubles the value or uh, mm-hmm. halves it, I think. Mm. So, double or half. Mm-hmm. We earn a lot more with something that's worth something in the first place. But honestly, craftsmanship is an easy place to get that earnings, right? Ah,
7: mm-hmm. huh.
4: having contributed that, I need to go for a moment. Be right back. Okay. Mm.
3: So, is Just, just just, to throw it out there, is making some profit our primary goal at the
2: moment? At the moment, I personally need to gather incoming materials and find information about Gordas and Karag, which is, my, which is going to be my task for the next few days because I need to acquire heavier armor, which is not the cheapest of tasks. Beyond that, The rest of us, we've got several different tasks to set out that I don't think all of them need all of our attention at once. A lot of it's information gathering. A lot of it is going to be preparation for bigger jobs that will require all of us.
1: Um, Go ahead and give me a history check, Wilton.
2: History eight (laughs) i mean you
1: you want armor you also need to go talk to basically at least a city division level leader of the deep guilds
2: yeah that's why i said getting information on
1: gores and yeah yeah those two match up pretty well
2: (laughs) very well yeah, that's why I said his next task for the couple for the couple of days is getting information and acquiring mm-hmm. income and materials. Yep. All right then. But as you- for the rest of you, if you need my help with anything, let me know. We've got a couple of big jobs coming up, ones at the end of the week with the task for our landlords.
5: would it be too impromptu to go to dancers court and see the magicians the one that may or may not have the bay cloak Alien?
2: right we got we got notes on that one
1: yep, yep. you've got notes on the cloak. The amulet and, and the, the mask. mask.
5: I've got I got my notes open right now. I'm like, what can I do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look at I all these take, side quests. I
5: he kind of wants to see a magic show, but yes,
2: but that's something you might want to take at least one or two other people with you to find out. Just go.
5: Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. This would be like, let I want to go and see what if this information tracks up, but not to actually like do anything, and also see a magic show. (laughs) So if anyone wants to come with me to find out about that... Yeah. I'll go with. Yay!
2: Anyone else have any specific tasks to do over the next couple of days?
3: Not that I can do solo.
2: Do you have anything you can do with two or three of us?
3: No, I have the one thing that I've had for a while, which is the cobalt thing.
7: Mm -hmm.
5: Do you want to do that?
3: Yes, I would like to uncover everything that was stolen from my
2: yes. That is a task that I would like to have heavier equipment for as part of why I'm looking for heavier armor.
4: In fairness, I think that should be at the top of our priority list. I would not say no to us us armoring up a bit before we do that.
3: But. Yes. That's yes. <clears throat> Sorry. Well you while you were while you that was sort of the 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 yeah. Ah, yeah.
4: I, I heard I just Okay. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Yes, that's that's definitely a task that is high on the priority list that I want to be better equipped for.
4: Yeah. Very sure well but if you're not doing anything, we could Use this opportunity to try and get a little intel for that so we're better informed.
5: Simon wants to go see a magic show.
6: I'll send Jinx with you guys too, that way you can have some extra eyes. Oh,
7: yeah. Where you- are
4: we going for intel? i was thinking we poke around
2: we well you know you know where the entrance is at and i believe cryptward was where the entrance to the undergrass they're supposed to take was uh for the for
1: koroshana's
2: yes cryptward (laughs) you know you know where the entrance is at you can you can start asking around in that region see if there's been any information to gather around there
4: We also know the same faction of kobolds is currently assisting. um,
3: I admit to not not being very experienced in the ways of dealing with kobolds. But based on my uh, based on that limited understanding Going into areas where they might be and asking around is exactly the kind of thing we need the bigger armor and large group for. Because (laughs) otherwise you get assaulted.
0: Am I back yet?
4: (laughs) That's fine. I was more... I I think Elishard's back by now. I don't have the clearance to get us past the... Right. ...or get us the documentation to go in and out easily this time. I was, I don't think the kobolds would be too alarmed to see a drow scouting out one of the undergrass entrances, even if it's one they use. Perhaps. Uh, not. We don't have to.
1: You guys can roll me history checks as well. So oh.
4: door opens. Thanks for that, Jack.
7: The check, the
2: check that no one can make in this party.
4: That I specifically can't make and often will accidentally contradict things.
3: Well, <laughs> you did better than me with my plus five.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the exact the same. same. You.
3: No, no. But- you rolled a better number. You did better than me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Both of you, as you consider it, though... Scouting around the entrance to the undergrass is likely not going to catch the notice of too many of the smugglers because those are the entrances that they specifically
4: avoid. Yeah. We just need to figure out how we're making our way in. I yeah. thought it would make sense. But yeah, I mean, that's that's where your
1: guys' directions start. So it's an excellent place for you guys to begin investigation. <laughs> it's fairly unlikely that you know it's it's the equivalent of of hearing that there's some some arms smugglers so you go out on the 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 port sightseeing ferry ship to see mm-hmm. what you can see about the water around here you know yeah
4: they're probably not correct (laughs) me if i'm wrong i'd assume that that undergrass entrance leads to more than just where the kobold smuggler oh yeah very much so yeah no the entire undergrass is a maze and even if they're keeping an eye on people who might be interested in it there's other things there we might be yeah right just going
1: into that entrance is not going to send up a red flag of shit they're coming for us right i mean unless you happen to catch the normally level of paranoid cobalt. So, you know, because But cobalt. it's
4: shit they're coming for us every single time someone goes right. in. Exactly. In. It's
1: not a specifically notable <laughs> shit they're coming for us.
3: Cool. No, I mean it's... <laughs> So Cora's concern uh-huh was not necessarily they didn't think they were going to be going down there and like hey, we're looking for these kobolds have you, you know, anything dumb like that but if they're not in that area, that's fine the concern was Korra does not come from a very common race of people here Mm -hmm. therefore, if we go in an area where this group stole from somebody of there might be some kind of concern, but if that's not if that's minimized, cool.
7: So
0: door opens. Yeah, Elishard mm-hmm. walks in. <laughs> Elishard? Ah, everyone's awake and here. Okay. Um found some more information or got done talking to my contacts. <laughs> Uh, roughly about 30 or so warlocks, uh, have been reported dead from the assault, uh, in Dancer's court, though that number fluctuates when you consider that not all of them would have been left behind for various reasons there is the investigation uh, into the attack is fresh and ongoing there's not a lot of information that the warders have at the moment though the official stance of the government is oh no people killed some warlocks so didn't have a hand in it but aren't actually all that concerned about it Um, at least not that I can find so we are looking for we are looking for a a a group of a a privately organized group, not a officially government funded group. Which, you know, the
5: ad- Warlock killers today makes is good
0: a- and bad. Yeah, is good and bad means that I can't I can't gather as much information easily from my contacts, but it also means they're operating on theoretically limited resources.
3: I am a little disappointed that they only got thirty.
6: I'm sure they are, too.
4: We have to consider that they probably didn't kill entire compacts. They probably weakened many compacts. Which is also
3: good.
6: But what if they do what happened with us and Zoe, where compacts merged?
3: It's still less.
6: Yeah. Less is still good. Also, I found something out, too, Elshard and I will word vomit what I found.
1: <laughs> hey, there's a place called West End Brews out in okay. Twilight's Web. and
0: Okay. Maybe. The shop owner
1: that I know yeah. says that's where you should go if you're looking to get in touch with these people.
0: Okay. That's probably a good place to start if we're looking at dealing with this sooner or later. What is everyone feeling on dealing with the warlock killing organization sooner rather than later, by the way?
5: Mm-hmm.
6: it's later.
0: Yeah, it's currently it's currently
2: on the upper end of the list but not quite at the top.
5: We have a list of it's, things to
3: do. <laughs> we do. To be honest, my, my my I I feel like our goal should be avoid and let uh, avoid being the target but let them do our work for
4: us. I would agree until we can take them out for glory.
0: Of course, absolutely. I will, uh, I, I don't, whatever the rest of you feel like is fine. I will point out, though, that they will be, as much as much as they might not be a major threat at the moment, they will, they will be eventually. actively hindering everything else we do until they're dealt with.
4: But we've kind of been holding off on this kobold thing for a long time, and it is very important. Yeah.
0: No, that's that's fair. Again, that's fair. Just understand that it's an extra amount of enemies that can pop up anywhere. Uh,
3: Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that I am not the only warlock in 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 conflicts who has thought of this, and some of you probably have too, but do we know of any locations of compact that we could, you know, conveniently leave on 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 the front door?
0: only well, only ones that are only ones that are public knowledge already
4: um it would be kind of nice if we could find the um <laughs> noble who did we ever learn the name of that noble that thank you yeah he's if we could next. learn where nx compact is and get them yes the,
3: yeah. that would be wonderful can we turn the warlock killers into our personal assassination squad <laughs> that's what i'm, I'm thinking pretend
4: i'm not offended you're
3: not you shouldn't be because as talented as you are this frees you up for greater deeds than the lowly
4: that's not up wrong. Of, but also, our personal assassination squad should be my people because I'm the destined queen of...
1: <laughs> we, what what we're saying is practice? we should have a lot more than just one personal assassination. So
3: Absolutely. <laughs> these guys
4: worth of assassins. Let me rephrase.
3: All our, our assassination cannon fodder squad.
4: That's better.
0: Our, our only information as to the location of Annexthar's pet warlocks are that they operate out of Stormways.
3: Well, we should find out more about that.
7: By
4: the way, Elifard, you might have other insights into this because mm-hmm. you do things legally. Uh, to get at the kobolds.
0: Sorry. No, I was just... I'm an investigator, not an armsman. We but do doctor, things doctor. we do things that are effective, not necessarily legal, but go legal
4: edge. Even better for this question. We need to get at the kobolds, we need or it would be easiest for us to go through the um Jack Fellheit's gate.
1: Uh CryptWord.
4: The Cryptward gate to the undergrass. Mm-hmm. We were thinking we could do some recon, try and figure out how to get by there in such a way we'll be able to get back up. But
0: uh, Jack, do uh, is there any precedence for <clears throat> getting through a getting through a other than smugglers, which I assume I have some information on? But uh, getting through uh, getting th- through both directions of a gate in such a way as to not leave a paper trail uh without leaving a paper trail
1: pretty unlikely unless you get special dispensation from the guardian of that responsible yeah. for yeah
5: I'm so,
4: more looking for how to get through it all because um, last time I had the paperwork and I can't yeah. do
0: it again yeah you can there are ways there are ways to get official documentation uh specifically actually uh Aurelia probably has a really good—Aurelia ch- or I could pull strings and get very good—have a very good uh, chance of actually getting through, because Aurelia is connected to that one college that does all the— Vascon. Vascon. Uh, sending an archaeological team out to investigate the near undergrass probably wouldn't be too difficult to get paperwork for uh also uh i could see if i could see about getting any any some sort of investigative uh pass through aside from that there are smuggling routes that i can look into i know we shut down we've shut uh, the warders have shut down as many smuggling routes as have opened back up so there are always some that are there um making mm-hmm. i can i can, but those I could can raise ask about more those
4: suspicion
0: yeah i can i can ask about those but yeah those no. would be those would be those would be more suspicious on the end of the people that know they're there yeah um it, but All it right. wouldn't be too well, hard to actually just talk to to go through official channels and get a pass
4: if we've got that route potentially those of us that don't have anything else to do could instead investigate where
0: noble's um compact is. Uh, so the I can tell you that the only place that I've they were so they were a bunch of I'm pretty certain there were a handful of masked warlocks near Anakstar at the party. I didn't get any details on them, but they're probably his pet warlocks. Um the only place that I ever run into them was at the uh, what's the name of the, it at the uh? Hang on. Uh, Gattdorf and Chamberlain warehouse, where they killed me. So that's a place to start, I guess. I don't know if they're connected to Gottorf and Chamberlain at all, but
5: <clears throat> it is gonna be so sad.
2: I've got some conversations to have with my own contacts. See if has come up with anything on uh, our on, on our Deep Guilds friend,
0: uh, and got some money and materials to snag. So, actually, come to think of it, uh, Jack, correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't the Deep wouldn't a Deep Guilds uh, a Deep Guilds a, a person that's very important in the Deep Guild <clears throat> be able to get people through an undergrass entrance? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, whether or not it's relevant, your contact with the deep guilds might also be a very good way to get us through a cryptward undergrass entrance.
2: And we were talking about him potentially being our being one of our sponsors, so Gorazin might be worth considering for that.
5: You're gonna go talk to him about being a sponsor. Uh, I no, I, I I can't go to that. Actually, please don't go and talk to him about being a sponsor. Why? For
0: Karag oh, of Oh, sorry.
5: The deep I was talking about annexar, I was about to be like...
0: No, no. Anaxar is not. I,
5: I caught, like, the halfway... No, path.
4: we want to kill annexar, and I figured. finding his compact is part of that, but...
5: Which is why I was confused.
4: <laughs> no. Gorazen
0: is different guy.
5: Yeah. No, he's the... He's the Durgar. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
5: They're very fat.
0: So, going after, our fi- uh, discovering information on Gorazan seems to be a good way to proceed both with that and with uh, pursuing Cora's kobolds.
2: Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, see, this, Jack, this is why the time skip threw me off for a second. Today is the day of our supposed meeting with Gorazan. Yes.
7: Hmm.
2: Okay. Was I able to, in the, so t- interven- intent- in the intervening time of this skip, was I able to locate Gorazan's location? Um, so the time skip happened before the
1: party. There hasn't been a time skip since the party. Basically, when you met with Gorazen, he said, more or less, I thought meet the, me tomorrow. I okay. thought the party was on the 30th. No, the party was on the 1st. Based on what's there in the handouts on the one labeled a very select social event. Sounds so legit. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, that. The, bank, I, I, the banquet was on the first. This is the day
0: after, okay. which is also the day. I think. Right? I think. <laughs> I think several of us thought it was the day before. Okay. No, you're. Good. I, I did. I thought it was the last day of the okay. month, not the first day of the month. Nope. Mm-mm.
2: Okay. Cool. So I need to go out and try and find Grotas in Karak. So oh, if wow. anyone who wants to join me on that one,
0: yeah, I'll help you on that.
2: All right.
1: Nope. Oh, we've got two people headed to go look for Carag.
2: I think, um,
4: yeah. Three? Uh, yeah. Zoe's, Zoe's in on that too? Awesome. Yes, I'm just trying not to eat into my microphone. That's fair.
1: The other three of you, do you guys have anything you're going to go out on, or are you just going to wait for this trio to get back?
3: Cora, unless I- I- specifically asked to go do so, isn't going to go out. Okay. They're going to try to uh, spend this time doing some communication. See how this goes. With a certain w- with a certain water based <laughs> creature in the household, okay. Because the working theory that they're going off of right now is the more communication, the more likely is to to, to retain so dude not digress so quickly mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. okay It's at least worth trying for a few days and see if it if it helps at all. Sure.
1: Also remember that you have a ring if you're I looking for do. information
3: <laughs> this is true.
0: Does Major know where to find an Undercrest? Major does not. Mm-hmm. A, a, a deep a deep guild. Major definitely does not.
5: <laughs> sure. Uh who's not going to the Durgar? Cole. Cole. Let, let's go to a magic soul. Let's sure. go. <laughs> I'll
6: leave Jinx here. Um, Cora. If you need to get a hold of us, she can let me know and we can be back as fast as possible if we need to.
1: I mean, she can let you know within 100
6: feet. No, I have voice of the chain master. She can let me know yep. wherever. Oh, yep. that's right.
4: That's We right. both I do. <laughs> the chain master feats are some of the best in the game.
3: Yes. I tell you what, you leave, you leave yours here. I will send mine with you.
5: <laughs> and you've got a
2: communication chain. <laughs>
5: Right. walkie <laughs> <Okay.
3: laughs> that's, that's talkie weirdest walkie talkie ever i yeah. love it i'm still gonna squeeze it <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> I,
6: I, I want over clock. and then it's just gonna yell back at me fuck you <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean no, because it will be speaking with my voice, so oh, it'll yeah, say true. what I want. Which <laughs> <That's true>. you... <laughs> it man. will probably end with. By the way, please punch your walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> I have to
0: say, like I don't think the relationship between Cora and their familiar is particularly healthy. <laughs> but it's it very feels, entertaining. It feels super abusive. It <laughs> is super abusive. <laughs> <laughs>
7: sort
5: of this chain. Into- Servitude.
0: It's incredibly
2: abusive. Almost like it's called the Pact of the Chain, <laughs>
3: right?
5: I, I will carry the closet, please. For the love of God, let Diamond carry the closet.
3: Familiars um, are not friends; they are tools to be used. Especially <laughs> when you, is a friend.
0: Don't get along. See, Cora. Cora and Galadir would get along great. <laughs> yes.
7: You're Another probably
3: tool. not wrong, actually.
0: Because that's absolutely Galadir's perspective. It's like, this is a tool. What are you talking about?
5: it's just, like, feeds a scone to her oozling, takes Rorik with her, got the <laughs> closet. Like, Cora looks at other
3: uh, like, like other people and their familiars, and they're like, Oh, you think that's a you think that's a, that's a friend, that's adorable.
6: Jinx is a pet, damn it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Jinx <laughs> a pet <laughs> first?
3: Yes.
1: Yes, Jinx Jinx, Jinx was, was definitely a pet bad. first. The <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> just
5: kinda followed along and I haven't said no yet, so
6: <laughs> can you can mm. make sure that it's invisible the whole time because yes, that, of that screams warlock <laughs> of course absolutely
5: <sighs> one day i'll get to take the oozling with me somewhere
6: we have to find <laughs> like a we have to find like a glass thing that we can stick him in because isn't that what I, yeah, I, yeah. I i think acid that's glass is the best for that
5: mm-hmm. right oh, it's just like a little little, little backpack. anyway
6: we need to find a fishbowl maybe we'll find one
5: We'll so it. what
1: you're sa- so what you're saying is you really want to be able to take bubbles to the dog park one of these days.
5: Yes, God, <laughs> yes. literally I just want to be able to take bubbles like in the fishbowl and then put him on somebody's head and watch the carnage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh look, bubbles has two skulls now.
5: I <laughs> you actually be fit. probably upset about that. like you can
1: fit for so many skulls in this thing
7: Okay.
5: <laughs> All right.
1: But first, we have a trio headed out into the streets of Knives Font looking for a
0: crime boss. <laughs> We have a criminal. That always we, ends we, well. We have a criminal, an assassin, and a and a police officer, and an ex-cop looking for. Walks a, into a bar. A right?
6: <laughs> what's What's the punchline to this joke? I'm waiting for it.
4: <laughs> this feels like the a punchline setup. Punchline is we're actually a decent group of people to be doing this, and the yep. kind of people that normally do this. Yeah, this feels like this thing.
2: feels like a setup to a sleeping dogs game.
1: <laughs> this This is the setup to a Guy Ritchie movie, is what it is. <laughs>
0: oh fuck. <laughs> it's the rock and roller <laughs>
3: I mean better a Guy Ritchie movie than a Coen
0: Brothers movie uh, yeah, I mean, Fair. Guy All Ritchie I'm movies gonna... are at least fun and entertaining yep.
3: hey <laughs> <laughs> listen motherfucker
5: Aaron yes exactly that <laughs> uh. It looks like a
4: Pokeball, too. Yep. Yep. I, like, I'm worried about those with actual cats in them, but, like, oozlings, it's different.
5: Yeah.
1: So, you guys step out into the crime-ridden alleys, (laughs) the torturously winding streets, where every doorway looks like the sort of place that Jack the Ripper would probably lurk. Mm-hmm. If, he got a if, he, if, he, if he was down for a really good lurk, roughly at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. I mean, who Would isn't?
4: he be in Twilight's Web? Okay.
3: No, he'd be in Twilight.
0: No, he'd be in Whitechapel, which is not here. <laughs> Any anyway. Because
3: everything uh- in Twilight is creepy.
2: We've got a pirate with one eye, an assassin with no crown.
0: And a, and, and a cop with no soul. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. That's normal.
0: All right. So
1: what's your guys' initial strategy? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm probably looking for um, informants near areas where deep guilds would operate. Probably uh, any criminal contacts I might have in the area who would know anything about the deep guilds. Okay.
1: Um, so looking for signs of the deep guilds, go ahead and
4: roll me an investigation. This uh, is the kind of thing my character would know how to do that. I do not. Okay.
1: Well, to get to give you a little bit of background on the deep guilds then. Um, they're primarily, obviously, Durgar populated Much of the manufacture of Durgar goods takes place in the undergress. You've got foundries, furnaces, smithies, the whole thing. The goods then transit the surface for sale in back alleys and shadow markets, frequently from the doors of shops that are already being shaken down by the deep guilds for protection money. And they tend to be very, very business savvy. Durgar hate taxes. Most people hate taxes, but Durgar really hate taxes. And they love ringing so they don't pay them. And they avoid the revenue offices by manufacturing their stuff out of sight. And then they shake down everybody they can, and squeeze them for every penny that they can manage.
0: They like taxes. They like to be paid the taxes rather than to pay the taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: No, they don't object to taxes on a on a conceptual level. Fundamental level. Right. They just object to being the ones to have to pay
4: any of them. Okay. Um, would I know where these... Again, this is the sort of thing my character is mm-hmm. supposed to be very good at navigating. Like, would I know where they are and maybe I could hang around Invisible? that's not going to get me to someone who's the leadership. Um, not particularly, good. but some find, find
1: finding some members of the Deep Guilds is probably a safe first step. So, yeah, if you guys want to just comb through Knives' Font and try to investigate your way around. Each of you can roll an investigation check.
4: Um, the problem is we don't have our psychic today.
0: Eh. Uh, Jack. Yeah. Assuming that investigators in the warders operate on a similar level to how investigators in the real world operate, um, do I have... Uh, I assume we operate, we we work with criminals to catch other criminals. We have CIs. Sometimes, yeah, you'll have CIs. Points. Yep. hmm Do I know of the existence of any CIs that that I have worked with previously that currently live in Knives Font, that have moved to Knives Font from wherever, and or have connections with the Deep Guilds? Uh, you do
1: not. All of your CIs that you're aware of have always been Stormways based. Yeah. And if they move out and into knives font, the point of that is that you don't know where I am anymore and you don't come from Yeah,
0: but but the, mm-hmm. the the idea again, not that I know where they're at, but do I know right. anybody that did do that?
1: That moved. You've to heard Knivesfond? you've heard rumors of that, but there's nothing confirmable, nothing okay. actionable.
0: Hmm. All right. So nobody that I worked with personally moved out of storm. No. Mm.
2: And Woten will have Burkanen uh, traced on him for the, okay. for the day then I'm just Sounds looking good.
0: for I'm looking for the signs of Durgar yep I rolled a 9
1: Okay. so Wooten and Elishard are basically trying to just wait and watch and keep subtle themselves and I do, do a bit of lurking as much as they possibly
0: can I do want to point out my background feature Mm-hmm. Which is specifically designed to help me with this. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> the trouble with Watcher's Eye feature in Knives Font is that this is literally everywhere. Yeah. Like every, almost every establishment <laughs> business location has some sort of thieves can't or something carved into the door frame looks like it does some level of legitimate enterprise, but definitely is dealing something under the counter um, or is just kind of blatantly. Oh, yep. Yep. That's the sort of place where, yeah, probably all of the people in that little bodega are also here to murder somebody within the next three days. Zoe, as you kind of take a glance up and down the street, you hear something in a side alley and sort of just edging around a corner, you can see four Durgar loading a pair of crates into the back of a shop.
4: All right, I'll, um, am I somewhere where I'm particularly visible right now? Not particularly. (laughs) All right, if I think I can do so subtly, just turn invisible? Yeah. Actually, my spell is fourth level now. Let's see how many people I can turn invisible. Okay, here's a question we never quite clarified with invisibility. All right. Um. When I turn someone invisible, do they know that? Yes. When, when you cease
1: being able to visually notice any part of your body, that, I feel like that's very okay. noticeable unless you are actively blind.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, both of the people with me are sighted. So mm-hmm. um, invisibility... It, I'll sort of tap Elishard and Woden on the shoulders and we'll all flick invisible. Okay. Um, and I'll just hope they know which direction to go in. I'll sort of give an indication with, um,
7: uh,
4: but yeah, I'm spending a spell saw on that. Would I have recovered the spell saw that I used for exposition?
1: Uh, yes, you would have had time in between then and now to recover that spell slot. Cool. So yeah, yeah. we're With all- With a little a the bit the of a nudge head. and a whisper, you Power. vanish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the two of you are also invisible now. Yep. Well,
2: um, if assuming that Zoe in, gave us the indicator of where those sturger were, um, yep. Wotan will see if he can follow them, up until the point where it becomes a matter of following isn't going to help, and he needs to get involved. Okay. Uh, he's, he's going. He's going to wait until he until his judgment is okay. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get further faster by talking to these people than by following them.
1: All right. Uh, you can all three make stealth checks at advantage since you are invisible. Yay!
0: Yay! With my plus zero. Eleven. Natural, natural twenty. Hey. I've gotten All used. Right, I've gotten used to navigating. But the good news is, no one knows to look out for invisible people. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten used to navigating uh, with just blind sense from my transformation. So it's like, oh, okay, it's nice and stealthy.
2: <laughs> Honestly, if they if they only notice Wotan, that's good because he's the one who can talk to these people and get into conversation with them. That is fair.
0: Hmm. I mean, I speak dwarvish too.
2: Yeah, but Woden's the one who had the conversation with Gorazin. Yeah, that was fair. And is expected by Gorazin.
1: <laughs> yep. So, yeah, you begin to follow these, uh,
2: these Duragar. I don't like this battle stage you put us on, Jack. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, look at that token. It's different from the other tokens.
1: We'll put you back then. How's that <laughs>
0: That was, I, I, I do like I the. I want to
6: see them fight a
1: I,
0: I do like the battle stage you put me on because everything there has to make a wisdom save to attack me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Deathlock and three gasts,
0: <laughs> or
2: maybe ghouls. They might have just been ghouls, but still.
4: Anyway, yep. I am invisible.
1: Okay, so you guys invisibly follow these uh, individuals through, um, and yeah. They definitely do not notice any of you. They walk down a few alleyways, hands free at this point, looking like they're on a route. One of them asks if we can stop off for for some some food. The the individual who seems to more or less be the leader says, Nah, pig beaters need us to grab some more merchandise get it to the markets where it's going to be diverted next few days
7: mm-hmm.
1: and they continue walking so while you guys are following a quartet of Duragar, the others <clears throat> in this case cole and diamond are headed out to where dancer's court dancer's court
5: yes all mm-hmm. right
1: Where are you headed in Dancer's Court, specifically?
5: Trying to find, like, either a flyer (coughs) or, like, advertisement for the magicians, uh, the Bailey and Morgan.
1: Okay.
0: Bailey and Morgan are my favorite magicians.
5: (laughs) I don't know what kind of references is supposed
0: to be i'm just letting it go over my head it's i think he's i think i was gonna
1: say i think he's referencing alcohol yeah (laughs) morgan and bailey's um but you guys end up down in dancer's court and start asking around trying to see what you can find um go ahead and just roll me just a straight intelligence check
5: could I make investigation sure
1: or investigation yep no investigation would work with this it's the same for me either way okay mm-hmm. go ahead and roll investigation then but oh you
7: are it doesn't take you
1: it doesn't take you guys too long to find that uh, the pair are supposedly having a show later this evening probably in a couple hours at one of the venues nearby it's kind of a an open amphitheater like area and with the day being fairly nice and the weather looking like it's going to hold primarily for the time <laughs> being you've got you've got a little little bit of time but you've got directions to where they're supposedly going to Be performing.
5: Head straight there, or do you want to do any other business here?
6: Not really anything else to do around here. We could.
1: (laughs) He says, literally in the party central district of the entire city. They were both just like, we don't
6: know. (laughs) that we need things that we need to do here (laughs) that's what he meant um
1: (laughs) oh I'm in the French Quarter nah this place is boring
7: yeah (laughs) I mean (laughs) in
4: Cole's defense the French Quarter at noon is kind of dead a lot of the time
7: that's fair
4: (laughs) at least uh, admittedly I was there the week after Mardi Gras so everyone might have still been hung over but I mean (laughs) probably but yeah
6: yeah there is
5: also oh, they're responsible. They're on a mission? Yes, they're gonna go see magicians. A magician mission. They <laughs> so can't have drinks.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> um how do we wanna do we just wanna see if it's actually like a, a magic thing or how are we gonna tell? Can you tell what's magic? I can't tell what's magic.
5: Oh, no. I can see
6: through things now, but that's 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 the only special item that I can do.
5: I mean, no. Unfortunately, I don't have the cool eyes that Aurelia has that can just see magic stuff. But maybe we should... we, we Yeah, I, I, maybe we'll just be able to tell. Like, you know, sleight of hand stuff is one thing, but, you know, they like summon fireballs that might be something else
6: yeah I think I'll be able to tell what's what's sleight of hand and what's not
5: yeah so we can tell normal human things
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, all right so you guys are just lurking around until the time comes or
6: uh, I'm definitely gonna <laughs> snacks
5: oh yeah get- some, get some like funnel cake, corn dogs, uh, fried Oreos, all that good stuff.
6: No reason to starve ourselves while we're out here doing this very important no. thing. Uh, give me a perception check, both of you then. <laughs> I just wanna, since we leveled up, my passive perception is now 20.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you can
5: but see everything. 25. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Diamond no. sees nothing, Cole sees through time.
5: No snack can going. elude
6: my no snack or good bake good can elude my vision. So
1: so uh Cole, you kind of start to just follow your nose and then your ears, because you hear insults being hurled back and forth with applause interspersed with it. I will definitely head that way. <laughs> And you see at this place, there's a small crowd of probably 20 or 30 people or so lined up or congregating in between these two bakeries, one on either side of the street. On one side, there's a halfling dressed in a apron with a little uh, chef's hat on his head, and he's just swearing a blue streak at a gnome who's standing on a crate on the other side of the street, similarly attired, and they're just ripping each other a new one. It seems to be some sort of marketing gimmick.
2: Dueling bakers.
1: Oh, no. No. On 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 the oh, no. d- behind the gnome, there's there's a sign that just says "Talking oh, Breads." Behind the yep. halfling, there's one that says "The Bread Boys." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going at it, and everybody is just sort of br- soaking in this kind of coarse entertainment style open market scream fest. And deciding which one they like better and buying from one or the other of the, uh, of the shops.
5: Go to the bread boys. I go to talking breads. We meet in the middle. Sure.
0: What do, what do some of the insults sound like, Jack. (laughs) <laughs>
5: Good. There's a taste there, DM. <laughs> and that's why we
1: piss in your flour every night while you're sleeping in letting your yeast grow in, you know, the parts that it's not supposed to, you bastard! Oh my
5: God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fucking. my And the response, when, <laughs> what does the second NPC say, Jack? <laughs>
1: Well, you know where we caught that yeast from? Your damn fat (laughs)
7: mum!
3: I mean, I feel like that was obvious where that was going.
4: (laughs) I just like how we stumbled into a side quest from a different (laughs) job.
2: Welcome to the Bard's Quest. (sighs) All
5: right. Uh, we buy breads from both of the shops separately.
6: I'll cool. Stay a few more minutes and listen, just because it seems pretty funny, and then, <laughs> and then
5: we'll. Oh man, can you? And Diamond does ask you as she's like got like maybe like six loaves in hand. Can you mimic some of those?
6: I mean, I've been here long enough. Yeah, I think I can.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I Actor feet.
6: Yeah, I I can't. I won't be able to make, uh, they're a little too short for me to like impersonate, impersonate, but I think I can get the voices down.
5: Look, sometimes you just need to throw your voice into a crowd. At which
1: point there's a little bit of a bell ring at talking breads. And the gnome points behind him. Ah, see? Lookie there! We got ours done first, you pajama wearing, basket face, slipper wielding, type deep breathing, get her up and blade mob bleeding, gomeral Jesse off looking, schooner off looking, milk drinking, <laughs> soy face, bit mammoth, sniveling, worm eyed, hot and blah vile, sugary, <laughs> 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 breathe,
5: cat, <Dad>, breathe. <laughs> I don't one who needs to breathe.
1: And apparently that was like the competition that was being had and there's a little bit of a wave from the halfling and the insults die down a bit and there's some more trading back and forth with a significant majority of the crowd heading over to the gnome uh, staffed (laughs) side of the street. Holy (laughs) shit. but you guys have found
5: food
6: yeah this has been an, an experience
5: <laughs> we're making we're making memories
6: i can't oh my god <laughs> i <laughs> Was i repeat that, that last one that last <laughs> insult <laughs> through jinx <laughs>
1: So, Cora, (laughs) just just
6: down in in wherever
1: Jake's is hanging out. (laughs) You're sitting, trying to, you know, focus your mind to talk to an octopus in a tank, you know. Right, and this perfect Scottish Normal people's shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's just this rampant slew of interspersed profanity (laughs) that just erupts from somewhere about 20 feet away from you perfect
6: perfect Scottish accent perfect use of voice of the chain master
5: <sighs> perfect <laughs> what, what else are you gonna use it for
1: uh, meanwhile
5: <laughs> I think you actually like had to stop that you're like wait one sec yeah.
3: <laughs> you
7: just just look like he you focused real hard
3: invisibly like murmured into your ear good to know <laughs> <laughs>
5: Also, please punch closet. <laughs> uh.
1: Diamond just reaches up, grabs something that isn't there, slams it into a wall, puts it back.
5: I would never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Nausfant.
5: A serious party.
1: <laughs> you guys follow these Durgar for probably almost a, a half a mile or so, winding your way through a number of alleys and byways. <coughs> until they open up a cellar door, one of those sort of slanted, built into the ground. The door bangs open. They trump inside, and the last guy um, slams it shut. There
0: was, you, have pro- there was-
1: you have probably... About half an hour left on the spell.
0: There was definitively not enough time for us to slip through while they were going down, correct? Uh, no. Yeah. Mm -mm.
1: Yeah, because he he literally stops while standing still in the doorway and closes it more or less right on top of him. It's not really a a slippable (laughs)
7: arrangement. Um...
4: It's really hard to do things Who do I think has the best shot of getting in on their own? Probably Woden. Woden could also just talk. If I can locate Alatrud because it is still my spell, Um, I'll dimension Doris both through. Okay. Um, Well,
1: So with Dimension Door, you would have to pick more or less a vector and a distance. Okay.
0: and That's hope they not you a hit. thing.
4: Okay. I
0: don't I know. Like you could, you could stand over the thing and go downward at an angle five feet. Right. Like, if you're just
1: trying to get on the other side of the door, that'll be fine. If you're trying to get, like, deeper into wherever they're going, yeah.
4: that will be a risk of. Yeah. So, if it doesn't seem like they're going to keep standing directly in front of the door, if it seems like they were, you know. Going... You can
1: he- you can hear footsteps sort of receding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
4: just going to directly the other side of the door. That's okay. the all I wanted
2: to do. Of course, of course, do be aware that while it won't break Elishards, it will break your invisibility because you're casting a spell. I
4: thought it was attacking spell never mind then i
2: yeah Yeah, no
1: i think it is yeah it's attacking or
4: magic Uh, yeah (laughs) that's fine whatever we can do something else (sighs) okay so
0: there's a door that's shut in front of you Mm -hmm. um i was just gonna go first i was just gonna go first and try it and see if it's locked at all it
1: so you wait for the the footsteps to to yeah. recede, and then you give it a pull. Yeah, right. Squeaks open,
0: and then uh, look and see if there's any obvious trap on the steps. Give me uh, an investigation check.
7: Oh, Drop not not
0: advantage, but uh, twelve. Doesn't seem to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. I think I have, if not the most, the second most hit points. So uh, I will walk down the steps. Okay.
1: So the other two of you, you see the door open and you hear footstep, 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 footstep.
4: <laughs> I'm all go.
1: All right. Yeah. The stairs go down probably about 10, 15 feet or so. And then there's just a blank, empty, black hallway, unilluminated. I'm pretty sure everybody here has dark vision, though, so you don't care. Yep. Um, the, the, the passage goes, it's kind of roughly dug out and mortared with stone in. Um, it's not perfectly straight by any means, but it's reasonably accessible. About 10 feet wide, it sort of flares open from the stairs a little bit. As you get to the bottom, and just in case it wasn't mentioned,
2: the door does. We do. We do shut the door behind us. Okay, good to know.
1: And you see and can hear some some noise from the uh, the far side of uh, down the hall, about thirty feet. There's another rough wooden door with some slats to it. And there's definitely noise talking activity on the other side of that that you can even hear this far away.
7: Let's get closer.
1: Yep, heading that way. Okay. Stepping up to the door, you can hear muffled voices on the other side, the squeak of something turning or a wheel, some clanking of metal, um, and just some low conversation back and
4: forth. If I can hear the conversation, or if at least it sounds like the same voices from before, Romeo perception
0: check. Yeah, also trying to listen in for. Let's see. Numbers. Sure. Perceive. 22. Eight. 18. So
1: Zoe, you're kind of trying to keep your distance a little bit and makes it a little harder to hear. Wotan and Elishard kind of lean in closer to the door, and you can hear. So there's six more crates coming up. Uh, if you can hire a wagon to bring them around, that'll make it a bit faster, but uh, you can carry them all up to you. But you've got the routes there on the ledger. Make sure that they get to where they're going and let's not catch any attention or stir up any any pots of trouble. You understand? There's a number of sort of assenting voices that respond that sound like the ones
2: that you had been following. Uh does does the speaking voice sound like Gordon, considering I had a conversation with him. Does not. Okay. All right.
1: Well send the card back down. Take your stuff.
2: Get out of here.
0: I'm gonna step and away you... from the door. Okay. Flatten
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up against the hallway.
1: Okay, Um, go ahead and give me uh, another set of stealth checks and advantage. (laughs)
7: Fucking hell. 15. 15,
1: 13, and seven. Fine. Does anybody have inspiration they need to use? I do have inspiration. I
0: do have an inspiration, but I'm gonna hold on. Expend that inspiration real quick. The D8 program. you said. D eight, yes.
2: <laughs> eight, eight. <laughs> I think I rolled a one on every inspiration I've rolled. <laughs> At
6: least you're consistent.
2: Okay. So
1: the door swings open. And Wotan, you're trying to flatten yourself out and it
2: just slams into your chest. Well, I was the one that that was the one that needed to speak to them anyway, so. <laughs>
4: I mean, you're still my concentration, so it's not broken,
2: right? You're still invisible,
1: but one of them sort of pulls it back and looks, trying to see what stopped it, and then shoves it back again (laughs) into my face, (laughs) into your face. Let me roll. Let me roll their perceptions.
0: It's okay. The broken nose is still invisible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the first one just kind of futzes with it and then picks his crate up and goes again. The next one steps through. I wait a minute. There's somebody in here and just sort of flails an arm out and slaps you right across the jaw. Wotan.
2: Yeah. I mean at that at that point it's just a matter of uh, sort of take it, look over. Hey there, lad. Good here
4: <laughs> I'm not dropping the invisibility for the record. No,
2: no I don't care. It doesn't matter if you do. Yeah. Um, right. and so he will just sort of press the digitate and just this sort of puff of of the puff of white smoke that he appears in. Uh, and he sort of gives a nod. I have a meeting with Gorazin. Here to speak with him. Give me a persuasion check.
7: Big dick,
5: dick energy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will. I will apply my volcanin for advantage. Okay. Twenty-five. Oh.
1: Looks you up and down. Man, you've got some tricks.
2: That's why I'm here to speak to God,
1: Get on in, then. Just you by your loan. I've got two more. Fine. Have it your way. (laughs) (laughs) And he sort of shunts off to the side so that the door is open. There's still two more behind him
2: that are holding their crates. (laughs) Go on, lads. You got business to get to. I'm not going to get in your way. (laughs) And they,
1: <clears throat> they step through. And now that you've got a view, you can see <clears throat> the room. There is a heavily dark-haired Durgar seated behind a table with a monocle up to one eye. The beard is cut kind of short, and there's a number of books. He's got quills and inkwells. And there's a smaller table off to one side where three other Duragar are there, holding each of them with at least one axe and a mace on the belt. <laughs> one of them's got a spear that they're just sort of leaning on
2: while still being in a chair.
7: So
2: Wotan steps in. Wotan Salt Spray here to have a meeting with one Gorazin Karak.
0: Following, remaining silent and invisible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I can send and see if you're expected.
2: Go on, you're, then.
1: You're either very bold or very lucky.
2: <laughs> a little and, bit of both.
1: He scratches a small piece of paper out of a book, write something on it. (laughs) So spray, you said. Aye. Spelled how it sounds. Exactly. Rolls something up, ties a little bit of a greasy bit of string around it, and puts it in a... Can I get an insight check? Yeah. Puts it in a wooden canister. Same. Hmm.
3: It's spelled how it sounds, but only in (laughs) Cyrillic.
4: Six.
1: Fucking hell. Yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. What are you trying to determine? Hmm.
4: Well, I was trying to determine whether that's... He's honestly sending to see if we're expected or just like, hey, can I get some backup to smash this guy?
0: Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to see if he is actually sending a message or if this is just, I'm going to do a series of coded movements that are going to indicate armed guards to come here and kill. <clears throat> and well it's difficult
1: to tell because you don't know exactly what's on the message but he's obviously writing on it in ink and then packs it in a little container
0: he, but he, he is writing something and not oh, yeah. like scribble mm-hmm. scribble scribble close hand no no there's there's <laughs> definitely letters
7: okay
0: okay yep
1: <clears throat> stands up walks over to the side of the room where there's about a 10 foot by 10 foot hole with just a heavy chain running down into it that runs up through a set of gears to a mechanism and a winch off to one side, which is avidly spooling out right now. Takes one of the stones near the edge of the pit, lifts it up and you can see there's a small hole there and he just shoop, drops it down.
7: <coughs> oh.
1: make yourself comfortable then. We'll see if there's a response.
2: Already am. He says he's sort of standing there at hands, like placed sort of just leisurely behind
0: his back, just sort of standing, waiting. I want, I want to try to silently move to the other side of this guy Make a stealth
1: check. Yeah, so
0: that's like, you know, we have somebody on both sides.
7: Right. Stealth with
0: advantage. Natural 20. Yep.
1: Managing to avoid the parts of the floor with the heaviest coatings of dust. (laughs) You very quietly edge your way around to flank the... Leader, bookkeeper, accountant, who knows? He's ignoring pretty much everybody right now and going back to his ledger keeping.
0: Can I see what he's writing in the ledger? Um, What languages do you speak? I speak... Common, Elvish, Dwarvish, and Undercommon. He's using a
1: combination of Dwarvish and Undercommon. Um, most of it is just numbers they seem to be coded somehow but he's definitely doing some sort of record keeping you just can't decipher it okay I did, yeah that's I just wanted to see yep. what it was yep mm-hmm. eventually the lift comes to a halt and that chain stops unspooling And then once again, after about five, 10 minutes or so, the chain begins to retract. You can hear the creak of the platform starting to ascend back up the shaft. Standing <clears throat> on it, when, you, when, it uh, when it arrives, is a single Duragar. Bald head, heavy tattooing on the scalp that goes down the back of the neck, beard similar length, a little longer than the the black haired individual that's seated at the desk, uh, with uh, just a, a single great axe slung over his back. Here mm-hmm. to see cat I got you. Mm-hmm. that I am, and eight, mm-hmm. and there's three of you. You says. Mm-hmm. That I did. Let's see him.
4: It'll just check whisk. this person. What was that, Aaron? Can I get an insight check on this person? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, clearly
1: guard
0: of some sort. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Thanks. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to wait for Zoe to drop invisibility, so I'm not putting that on Zoe. Uh, mm-hmm. I am going to uh, pull a dagger out of my bracer and I'm going to cast green flame blade, not to make an attack, but just to sort of like swirl the fire so that it's a burst of green fire for me, uh, like that just sort of erupts as I appear where I'm standing. Well, to
4: appear, I need to
0: dissipate the
4: spell. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. Um, you want to do your own
2: flashy entrance, or?
4: Yeah, no. I was, I was looking. Um, there. Actually, there are two green flames. Because that's also the showiest cantrip I have. Okay. Um, (laughs) Two green flames as people come into existence.
5: Such witchy vibes.
1: All right. Well, up on. It's a wee bit of a ride down and then a short walk. All right. Get on the lift.
2: Let's get to business.
4: (laughs) Fine. You two are be fine. (laughs) (laughs) But you
1: descend into further darkness as the lift lowers 20 feet 40, 60, about 80 feet down, gauging by the time it takes and how fast the chain is unspooling. And it comes to a rest. And as it descends, you can start to hear more and more noise. The pounding of hammers on metal, the wheeze of bellows, the crackle of flame and... It gets warmer and warmer until you finally come to the landing. And here, at least, there's dim lighting almost all the way down as there's a number of smithies deeper in, all carved into smaller tunnels and crevices where they've set up anvils and forges. And there's just manufacturing going on. Constantly, as you begin this short walk down past probably a good dozen individual smithies, each manned by at least three to four Durgar, just churning out product after product after product. Most of it seems to be uh, basic weaponry. There's a little bit of armoring going on. Um, and the occasional just uh gear and equipment sort of mundane kind of smithing that that will bring at least some level of of decent economic return walking past the smithies there's a sharp angle and the tunnel branches off in several different directions the, the Duragar with the ax leads you down one of the spokes. And then up a set of small stairs. And here you can start to see a couple of dim glowstone lanterns hung at regular intervals in the roof of the the underground passage. The floor here is not just dirt and gravel anymore, but actual paved stone in geometric patterns and then comes to a reasonably sized double doorway, probably about eight feet across altogether with iron rings hanging out of the, uh, the steel doors themselves He takes the haft of his ax and just bangs it twice against the door and there's a moment's pause, and then they open. in Karag is there, seated in an armchair, with a number of other Duragar nearby.
2: Would I happen to know what title would be applied to someone at Gorazin Station? Not particularly. Titles are not
1: always something that, that the Deep Guilds Go on. I mean, Guildmaster is always pretty safe, but they don't have a particularly like strict hierarchical organization or anything like that from your knowledge. There's a pause as you guys are revealed by the opening doors, and he makes a short motion to uh, the female Durgar who's standing nearby, and she closes whatever it was that she was holding some book of some sort. And takes a quick step back, just sort of folds her arms and, and watches.
2: Well, we'll take the first couple steps into the door. Guildmaster Karag.
1: Now you found us, did you? Mm. I did. Good on you then. Bring over some chairs for our three guests.
2: That's all I brought with me today, I. All right, then. Well, have a seat, have a
1: drink. Let's get down to business as the chairs are sort of brought in and arranged in a sort of small half arc in front of where he's seated. Smaller chairs, still same level as him, though. And while that discussion is about to begin, we head back to Dancer's Court. (laughs) So you guys have snacks <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. and yep. you've burned a little time and the show is going to start fairly soon.
5: I want seats in the front row. Yeah. yeah. okay.
6: it's close as close to as the as close stage as we, as we can, can get. if we're um, gonna pick up on
2: one if so magic. Because this is because this is fantasy and te- and technically medieval fantasy, even though it's in a different planet of existence. Are the cheap she- Are the cheap seats? The front seats or the top seats. Top seats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Front rows. Front rows the most
1: expensive. Front rows the most expensive for this type of entertainment. Mm. Yes. Um,
5: oh shit! How how much are the seats? For so
1: there's so there's a little funneling and a little booth for tickets and admission. Um. And there's a series of about five or six ushers that are just running back and forth, making sure people are deposited in their proper seats.
7: Mm.
1: And the Barker there, welcome, welcome. uh, Pit or upper level? Pit. Right, well, that'll be one silver each. thank
5: God.
1: Okay, yeah, one Uh, silver.
5: (laughs) I pay for me and Rorik. Okay. Assumed Rorik's there, if he's not-
1: Oh yeah, no, where you go, Rorik goes. You yes. can pretty safely assume that in, unless specifically stated otherwise, Rorik is definitely present. <sighs> so you pay, the ushers take you down and basically point out, you know, these eight benches form the pit section and uh, you can see it. the The amphitheater arcs probably at the at the very bottom row, probably a good thirty feet in distance, with each one successively being a little longer as it goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, the stage is right in front of you. You'll be about eye level with their shoe buckles.
5: Hell yeah! You'd uh, probably sit like maybe a second second back. Uh, what? Who else is sitting in the pit with us? Have other people like... There's
1: a, there's a fairly decent uh, representation. Yeah, the audience is... is It doesn't look like it's necessarily going to be a packed house, but, but pretty popular.
7: Okay.
5: A diverse crowd.
1: Fairly, yes. Everybody is pretty flamboyantly dressed, though. Dancer's court fashion even street fashion, does not tend towards the subtle or the
6: subdued. So Cole sticks out in his regular <laughs> ass clothes. Yeah, as Cole, you're like, okay? I guess I'm underdressed for a
2: magic show.
1: little bit. A
5: little bit. We stand out. I mean, Rourke is probably yeah. the most appropriate yeah. dress with his shirt off. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Rorik is. I mean, like he's still a little drab, but you know, he's 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 fronting the pecs as yeah, it were. Well. No, um, that's that's his fashion statement, right? Yeah, his mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
5: it's utilitarian anyway. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah. Who needs clothes when you have muscles? That's Rorik's standpoint, you know. Um,
5: that's why I love him and protect him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but. You're, you're offered uh, refreshments as well. There's a couple vendors with little trays up and down. <gasps> um,
5: no, no, no. We got, we got, we got stuff. We know, we know how much the, the inflation on prices and snacks.
6: <laughs> Cole doesn't. Cole, what do they got? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so most of it is meat on a stick. Perfect. Oh, that, that Perfect. Has-
5: Nondescript meat on a stick. Yeah,
1: like, I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> as long as it's cooked, you don't need to know what type of meat it is. As long as there's plenty of seasoning on it, is exactly. is apparently this vendor's philosophy. Um, that
3: said, we really should know what kind of stick it is. <laughs> what
5: kind of wood are you using for your sticks? Is that
3: yes? Food? Right.
5: Is it is it fair trade? Make, is it
1: ma- make a nature make a nature check. Hmm? <laughs>
3: 16. 16, it's pine. Some right. sort of pine. All right, all right, that's not bad, that's not bad. <laughs>
7: it's
3: all right.
5: Coming from like a birch or
2: something. How dare you feed me meat on a mahogany stick? <laughs>
5: <laughs> what do you take me for? Actually, on a mahogany stick would be very like- That
2: would be very expensive, yeah. Eat
5: here mahogany for the stick,
3: the
2: mahogany we're
5: not doing that here Come on. we don't
3: know we don't know what we don't know what What the what the uh herbology of of conflux is maybe mahogany is the most common wood here exactly or
5: the most common wood was heathen anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true
2: <laughs> it's not a lie. <laughs> coming to the health issue of feeding people, feeding people um meat on a poison oak. Yeah.
7: I
6: will get 3 sticks of meat. Okay. <laughs> three, <laughs> 3 sticks meat sticks.
1: Of... 3. <laughs> uh, that'll run uh, uh, uh. you that'll that'll run you uh 6 copper. Okay.
7: All right. Which um, definitely,
1: which definitely raises questions as to, yeah, what kind of meat is this?
5: It's
7: <laughs> uh, good,
1: but <laughs> delicious. But it's, but it's pretty tasty,
5: yeah. Look, uh, is he the only uh, vendor?
1: No, there's a few others. If you're looking for alcohol, they're selling that. If you're looking for baked goods, they're selling that. If you're looking for fresh fruit, they're selling that through the nose, but they're selling it. Mm. Uh,
5: no, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get an alcohol. I'll have
0: okay. one alcohol. <laughs> I would like to buy an alcohol. <laughs> Can I please have an alcohol?
5: As a grown ass adult, I definitely went up to a bar and definitely said that because uh someone told me that's how I'm supposed to ask for that at this particular bar. And the bartender looked at me like I was crazy. ID <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> I would like an alcohol. But uh, yep. so yeah, a they, uh there you're you're given basically a um,
5: a solo cup of a, a nondescript beer.
1: Yeah, it's basically it's basically a, a paper cone, more or less, with beer
2: in it. Nope. Yeah, oh, not Irish cream. No. Greetings, fellow alcoholics.
1: <laughs> uh, how much? And is- right about that—that uh, that is three copper. Thank you. And right about then is when the music starts. Yeah. This is not a traditional, the way we would think of it, as a magic show, where the magician comes out and there's patter and sort of some dialogue and audience interaction and this sort of thing. This is more if Cirque du Soleil did magic.
5: Ooh.
0: Um, Cirque du Soleil did magic.
1: Yeah. Um, But I mean, like, actual magic. where that there's two performers that come out, um, one male, one female. They're both dressed in a very sort of evocative wardrobe. And there's a story being told through the entire performance of two individuals <laughs> in a close relationship down on their luck. It's, kind of nebulous as to whether they're married or siblings or sometimes it might even be like, is one of them the parent and the other one, the child. Um, But they're, they're wearing loose fitting clothes that are garish to the extreme. Uh, Specifically the cloaks that they are both wearing, but with a sort of uh, vagabond aspect to them. And the entire narrative of the show is basically individuals down on their luck facing uh the the strains and stresses of of life on the streets of conflux. Um there are elements of rigging and props that are almost uh animatronic in nature, um, that that form part of the set that their black clad stage hands will manipulate and operate at the the proper moments um but trying to figure out which one is where they're constantly changing positions and switching and you you would swear you're watching one and you're following them across the stage but suddenly without any noticeable transition it's a different one and the other one is back, trailing in their wake or leading them along, um, and it's a it's a very sort of experimental the- theatrical kind of production. Um, very entertaining, very very evocative. If you guys are trying to figure out more specific information, though, ask me now, and I'll tell you what to roll.
5: I feel like Diamond kind of halfway forgot that she was on a mission. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Um,
6: Yeah. uh, I'm going to try to pay attention to when things like other than when you're looking at one and then it's, Hey, that's not who I was looking at. Uh, Like when it seems less, less uh, sleight of hand illusion and more, was that actual magic? Okay. Give me an insight check then. Oh, dang it. Okay. Do I have? No, I don't. Insight. 20. Okay. 20. As you're watching,
1: there are moments when one of them seems to actively shift places where they. Th- it's not that they have changed their appearance, but they have literally transited from one spot into another spot without having seemingly moved at all. They were there, they vanished, and almost instantly reappeared further down the stage. And you don't, ha- you don't have a, a technical explanation for what happens there. But this narrative continues and then there's some sort of tragedy that befalls this pairing of individuals as they're living their lives on the streets of Conflux. And one of them obviously is hit with some sort of affliction or accident and collapses. The other one comes over in a mime of grief and panic as the body goes limp and then steps back, covering their hands over their face, and the body begins to levitate and rises. 10 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet. And at that point, It's simply hovering there, the cloak, the clothes draping off of the body, blowing in whatever little cross breeze wind is on this outdoor theater. And then there's another crescendo of music as they rise up. And the one on the end the scene ends and the show is over and still hovering in the air they take their bows and then make a gesture at one of the stage hands as the other one who is standing still at ground level is taking their bows as well and slowly is lowered 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 and then their feet come to rest they do another single bow in unison and then dash off. You guys can either give me perception or insight checks on that last finale.
6: I would definitely use perception. Okay. E- <laughs> I rolled a four, though, so 14. 14.
5: I got a natural 20. Yay. Yay.
1: <laughs> Cole, you're watching and you're like, okay, that. I mean, maybe maybe that's just some really cool rigging that they have set up somehow. Yeah. I mean, you watched that, suddenly remembering what you're here for and realizing that if this is the moment when you're going to actually use magic, this would be when. The Rising was something that was obviously very dramatic, almost like they were flying without any support whatsoever. What caught your n- attention though was when they made the gesture to the stage hand to lower them down that stage hand reached out and manipulated a control that you noticed does something entirely unrelated and different and has nothing to do with, with what was going on at that point. Hmm. There were there was no mechanization or rigging involved in that. They flew up in the air and then came back down
5: Cool. Cool.
6: Which one was one that was floating?
5: Was it the uh, male or the female?
1: Uh, it seems to be the female was the one.
5: Did they ever introduce which one was the male, and which one was the female? Like, is Bailey the male or the
1: female? Um, you have been given a program. <laughs> You know it's a fancy show because the program is spelled with an E at the end.
7: Love,
1: uh, two, 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 M, two M's and an E. Two M's and an E. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Bailey is the female. Uh, there's, there's a little note at the bottom that the performers' names are Gwyneth Bailey and Morgan Deptford. Love it.
5: And so Bailey was the one that went up into the air Yep.
6: Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool.
5: That was awesome. Uh,
6: Other than the, the shifting, though, I don't know when.
5: I mean, that the, the the flying bit that was.
6: Yeah, they had the the thing. No, that that
5: that was that, that was real.
6: That was that, that was, was real. real.
5: So either either. Either they have the cloak, or maybe they also might be warlocks. I don't know, but whatever whatever magic they are using, they are definitely using magic. OK.
6: So are we going to steal it?
5: We've, we've completed a heist before.
6: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This one's this one's just stuck to a person.
5: I mean like if we get it off the person. Cora gets the sense that
4: Mage's spirit is sighing for some reason <laughs> that doesn't understand. I feel, so, um, I feel like
3: Cora gets that sensation a lot <laughs> and usually just thinks whatever it is. I know (laughs) I know
1: while these two hooligans plan a heist (laughs) three of you are negotiating with a duergar yep chairs are had drinks are served well you managed to find us all right pretty decent job there I'd say
2: oh it was just a certain matter of knowing who to tag along behind without being seen. Yeah, we know a thing or two about not being seen. (laughs)
1: Anyway, so introduce me to your friends there,
2: Wotan. Of course. You know me, Wotan Salisbury. I'm sure your companions have heard of me, at least in some regard. Um, This is Zo of the Underdark clans of the Drow, um, I don't know if I've ever gotten Zo's house. You're muted.
4: I definitely told you because it was really relevant during that thing where we were talking to the other.
2: That might have been. That was an episode that I wasn't there for. Oh. So yep. Yeah. So it would have been Cleoth.
4: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Zo is Cleoth.
2: Yeah. Of House Nercleath. Um, and this is Elishad, formerly of the Warders, now of the hawk's head. Well,
1: you're probably only the fourth or fifth warder we've had through these doors.
7: Mm -hmm.
1: Welcome. Shrugged. So, to business then. Now, Having a compact of warlocks practically on our doorstep is a very interesting phenomenon that doesn't always turn up just at every month's end. You're familiar, of course, with how the game affects the fabric of the city.
2: This one more than most, I think.
1: So I hear, so I hear. Let me tell you what interests me, and then you can enlighten me on how you think that will affect. We're attempting to maximize our influence. We have a number of investments in the local area. And of course, it always is one civic duty to attempt to support local artisans and manufacturers. Economics is our primary stock and trade. We work with the individuals that have seen fit to provide their contribution of labor and loyalty to our family down below. And with that intact, when the family prospers, everyone prospers. Everyone except for the competition, that is.
0: They are literally the Sicilian mafia. (laughs)
7: So,
1: if you feel like joining the family would be in your best interest, what can you bring to the family to assist in this pursuit of prosperity?
2: Well, let's not mince words. The Hawkshead aims to win the game. We're not simply playing for the fun of it. And the game this time around, you might as well know, is the overthrow and replacement of the standing government of Conflux. All right. Replacing it with what, then? Whatever the winning compact decides and can manage.
4: which is where you have, you and family stand to benefit quite significantly. Well, El font is, of course, very nice and to some extent enjoys insulation from the more troublesome elements of the city. I do not think, think you would deny me that it is far more profitable to have understanding forces is in charge and for you to play ahead and in ensuring that the who's, let's say in the family hold control, or at least the who's willing to be loyal.
1: All right. Influence is definitely something that has a level of soft diplomatic power, certainly.
0: I would clarify not just influence, but a direct hand in shaping the future of conflict.
4: That's what soft diplomatic power is. I was sorry, I know, I know I wanted, <laughs> wanted to define the term just just so you were aware.
2: <laughs> Perfect poli-sci major has to to explain their their... relevant information. In this (laughs)
4: case, it is I'm defining a term, Mm -hmm. not I'm I'm telling you how the world really works. Yep. Right. So
1: what sorts of specifics are we anticipating as the new replacement government then that we would be directly involved in?
2: Ah, jeez. There is a number of different possibilities. We've actually been in conversations with an individual who's quite vocal about their ideas for changing the government um, and the ways that new establishments can be created. But at the moment, the game is afoot to bring it down first. And what's made afterwards depends on who can bring it down and what forces they can array to bring that forward. Very fair, very fair. Let me
1: be a little more plain then. If we're going to negotiate this type of sponsored relationship, I want to know, am I going to be a representative in a republic? Am I going to be a minister in a monarchy? I want to know what we're talking about here.
4: That's quite reasonable. And to some extent, we are also offering you the ability to decide that. Would it be more convenient to be a minister or would it be more convenient and for there to be some illusion of democratic control? We will say that we, of course, are who we are and of neither is in this game. We have a vested interest in seeing the shadows beneath take a greater hand in, in, at the very least, our own territory and a more powerful position in relation to above.
1: I would say there's something to be said for the efficiency of a monarchy to an extent. I find that the interminable bureaucracy of our current organization and the consolidation of power makes it... a bit more attractive to, an, to, to a certain standpoint. However, then, of course, there's the question of what checks and balances one has in place.
4: Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Um,
7: <laughs> can I
4: get, like, a how, how much is he genuinely interested in allying with us and how much he's just going to take what info and what value he can get out of this and run.
1: That is an insight check for sure.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had any inspiration. It's fine. Twenty-two.
1: Twenty-two. He seems genuinely interested. All right. He seems like the um, sort of individual that is looking for an opportunity, thinks he's found one, and is trying to just figure out what the full extent of that is so that he can make a and
4: do I have a sense if my true last name would carry any weight or connection for him, or is that pretty insularly a drow thing?
1: You feel like that is, prob- unless he's heard rumors and stories specifically, it's unlikely that that.
4: And drow is- don't live as long as we do, so he knew. wouldn't remember. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, uh, jeez, but that's you they're very insightful. Mental words. <laughs> um, and of course, I don't think, think either of us would be offended. I don't think either of us would be surprised that in terms of business and avenues – you are not the only partnership we are are pursuing and and these things can come together in certain ways. We could say that the presence of monarchy or or direct insurance is something we are working on. But, and Probably that was not the best words to use, though, is trying to imply something specific that- right. I don't know if I can get a charisma e roll related to- uh,
1: Actually, yeah, go ahead and just roll me performance, I think, honestly, would probably be, because you're not trying to convince him of anything, you're trying to insinuate things.
4: Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell, d d yeah. He Never mind. A, I guess my stammering speech is just what Zoe managed to do. Fine.
1: He, he gives you a little bit of a look and a slow nod, like he's trying to parse through that, but hasn't quite pierced the murk that you sort I'm of.
4: Blaming, yeah. <laughs> but. Woden and I will be having a conversation later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the point being. There's a hand to be had in shaping the new government, in helping us, and we're always always going to want to help the families that help put us on top.
1: All right then, here's what I'm willing to offer. We'll equip and outfit your compacts with the understanding that I, or an individual of my naming, will be offered and provided the position of Minister of Economics in whatever organization does ultimately result in the case of your victory for at least 30 years after the conclusion of this great game.
2: I think I like the sound of that.
4: And in addition, we agree to keep an open line of potential favors. Perhaps there's something that needs a magical touch that we could help with, or perhaps we need economic insight on our journey to victory.
2: Just so. I think this is a deal we can strike.
1: The Hawkshead House is your current residence,
2: at least for the near future? For the moment, we're looking at relocating because, well, You saw what happened last night. I did.
1: Well, suffice to say, you can at least glean from this meeting that my interest is much more vested in a successful conclusion to the great game rather than an extremist standpoint on whether or not the game should be happening at all. Hmm. Within three days... I'll have a representative arrive at the Hawkshead house with the necessary contracts and paperwork drawn up for the extent of this agreement, at which point you'll also be receiving your first shipment of arms and armor.
2: If I could request something heavy among that, I'm finding myself ill-protected of late, with crossbow bolts coming in from all sides.
1: All right, we'll send a runner there tomorrow as well for any specific requests you might have.
0: It's well appreciated. Huh. Wotan gets Duragar-made heavy armor. <laughs> hey, look, your families both
4: charge us. No,
0: no, no. It's no that that was not a.
5: Like, that yes, was not a yes, negative comment. Yes. A
0: comment.
5: <laughs> I'm excited.
2: <laughs> I think this will be an excellently profitable relationship for both of us. One can only hope. All right, then. So,
1: Unless the three of you have further questions, we'll consider it a sealed deal until we have the actual
2: paperwork handled. All right. I believe that concludes our business here. Indeed. Very good. Welcome to the family. (laughs) It's been excellent. We hope to hear from you soon. trio.
1: take you back out the way you came in. You hear the sort of shuffle as the Axeman <laughs> kind of cracks his neck a little bit. Follow me then.
7: Yeah. Let's go. Yes, sir.
6: So. Following.
1: Okay. And then back to Dancer's Court. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you two... Shenaniganing,
5: hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's been a few episodes since we had a proper diamond and coal heist. <laughs> I'm gonna put some pressure on these people anyway. Um,
6: so I, I think I figured out how to do that that thing that Zoe can do where she just kind of like dance way, way far away.
5: Oh, me too, we... I can do that.
6: Oh, cool. <laughs> high five
4: <laughs> <laughs> did you guys
5: pay for the absurdly expensive material component for dimension door yes it's-
4: sorry i am a spoil sport but i had to pay for it and that's why i'm broke
1: yep there's a component
6: for that one hmm. oh. i forgot i totally forgot about that one
4: yeah i'm not gonna lie i so keep in mind, your spell things can translate money into whatever component
6: you. Need. No, I'm. I'm. I am i would not be able to afford that, anyways. Yeah, uh, I'll have to I'll steal that next time. Wait, uh, dimension door. Dimension yeah. door. Yeah. 50,
5: no,
7: dimension 50, door.
6: Fifty gold worth of
2: ruby dust. Mm-hmm. Um.
5: And no, it doesn't.
2: No, it we're all doesn't. looking. At, we're looking at a different oh, spell because dimension yeah, no, door. No, no, has... That's just a. Dimension door is just verbal.
5: Just verbal. I think you're thinking yeah. of um uh the shadow of oil. Shadow of oil. oil. Yeah. Hmm. I am gonna
4: it's all it, after game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah, the undead eyeball was the shadow of Moyle.
4: Yeah, but there's a We'll
2: figure it out. Yeah. Figure out which which have which components later.
5: <laughs> anyway, uh. we both had dimension door. I just
3: have to say I did like how all of a sudden you could practically see everybody typing in D and D Beyond. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Wait a minute! What are the components,
2: components for this spell? <laughs> I, I'm because confused. Cause like, I'm pretty certain all of us anyway. have played a character that Dimension Doors at some point.
6: Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, we could do that to get the hell out of here, um, if. If it goes south, I can, you know, I can look like other people and distract them.
5: I can, I can get away quickly. I can just just get away quickly.
6: (laughs) You don't have any other, I could, I I could honestly ask her for the cloak.
5: (laughs) I can, I could, if they're, if they're, if, if they maybe are a little tired or they like, I could put them to sleep.
6: Yeah. Just them?
5: Uh so as the sleep spell, casting it at a fourth level, I get to roll I think eleven D eight
6: I don't know what that means.
5: Uh, <laughs> oh no, sorry, that, that was Nikki. Like that just Yeah, no, a little I, joke. I, I could I could make I could hopefully make them go to sleep. It, it helps if they're like tired. Which they might be after just doing a performance. Do
6: you have to see where
7: you, you, you cast
6: that? Or can you, like, cast it on the other side of a wall? Because if we can get to the other side, if I, if I can see what room they're in, and then you can cast into that room without seeing them, and I can tell you, yay or nay, whether they fell asleep, and then we'll, yank, get that shit out of there, and then high-five Dimension Door out of there, like the couple of badasses as- that we are.
5: As long as I'm in range, which the range is 90 feet, uh, it affects creatures within a 20 foot sphere. That's very exact, I know, but just trust me on this. (laughs) But as long as I know where they are, then yes.
6: Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, let's see. I am going to send Edgar off my shoulder. To, so the did they go into the back of the this?
1: Amphitheater? Uh, they are somewhere in the back. Yes. Um, currently, most of the stagehands are like breaking down the various stage apparatus apparati, um And but yes, they have retreated to the rear of the amphitheater.
6: Okay. So.
5: we step off to the side somewhere while edgar's looking around yeah yeah Yeah. uh we we kind of follow the crowd but also like
6: hang by a wall yeah all right like we're talking about the show because technically we are
5: technically yeah
6: Yeah. and technical
1: better hope nobody overhears you but yeah
5: i mean we can definitely talk about the show like did you think they were trying to imitate like mother and son or parents or brother and sister or
6: i don't know but it was a lot of cool shit
5: there's a lot of cool shit i've never been to a show like this before like
1: (laughs) 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 and edgar is going out on a scouting mission
5: well he
6: was gonna i just wanted to see how like if they could go up to the top of the amphitheater part how far back does this like is this attached to a building and they're going and uh they might have gone in there or okay. if it's just like back of the stage and then behind that is just like an alley where they ha- hide all the props for the show
1: right um so <clears throat> edgar goes up and sort of perches back there and There is basically, this is built into a small slope. Okay. Um, And they have apparently gone into uh, the area where there is some level of interior underground passages, storage, that kind of thing. As he gets up to the sort of the, the top of the stage backing, more or less um yeah you can see a little couple little doors on either side that apparently go into the landscape and then behind that is mostly just buildings and and more of Dancer's Court
6: okay Uh, is there another way to get to that in between or uh,
1: there's a backstage door on either side more or less that seems to be the only access you can see from this point
6: okay um there's some backstage doors around the way. I might be able to look like one of the stagehands and get back there. I don't know if you can.
5: I of a stagehand. Mm. What's that? Yeah. You should look like a stagehand and I'll just look like I belong here.
6: <laughs> I'll say you're a fan, well, you, I mean, you are
5: i defo a fan.
6: <laughs> I'll say that you paid Not shit
5: ton-
6: I'll, I'll lead you to the back and say that you paid a shit ton of money to su- come say hi.
5: I did. I, I can Oh, I can throw around a fancy title and everything. So yeah, 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 yeah.
6: Yeah. 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 So I'll pull out a bag and throw in a whole bunch of those charcoal coins that I made and it <laughs> with my gold.
0: I can't wait for this to work. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, so while nobody's looking, I'm just kind of kind of walk over to uh the side where some stuff looks like it needs to be taken down and then stagehand and or uh disguise self into stagehand clothing. Okay. And just start like immediately start working <laughs> and then
1: <laughs> make me a deception check.
3: I just want to point out that based on based on the way that that was said, I did not believe that come say hi was going to be the way that sentence.
1: Ended. <laughs> Very fair. 26. So, yeah, you duck down behind one of the larger pieces of stage apparatus. Do your... Spell while you're out of sight of everybody, and then pop back up, looking for all the world like you just crawled out from underneath this thing where you had obviously been stashed for a little while, operating some of the inner workings. Exactly. Naturally,
6: that puff of smoke was me under there with a with a bellows, just poof. <laughs> that was I'm the one the job I had. <laughs> uh, and then I'll kind of like motion for Diamond to come over.
1: Can't hear you. Can't can't hear hear you,
5: you. Nikki. No, perfect, because it's like Diamond Muttering. Okay.
6: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, And then I'll just, like, have the the bag in my hands and then start guiding uh, Diamond to the back. (laughs) Okay. So... And before we, when we get to the door, Uh I'm going to, it only lasts a minute. I'll wait till we get to the door. Okay. Uh, But yeah. So yeah, I'll start guiding her back.
1: Okay. So you get to the door. Nobody's immediately there. Everybody seems pretty busy. You open it. And immediately are confronted by somebody who looks at you, looks at Diamond, looks back at you. I'll hold up. What the hell is what the hell is this?
6: She paid to come say she wants to.
5: I'm like a huge fan of Bailey and Morgan. Oh my god.
6: (laughs) I'll shake the bag.
1: Make a deception check.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Which
6: one?
1: Uh, One of you can do it with advantage or you can each do it individually.
5: I give you advantage. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
6: advantage. 21. Go for it. This is the most money I've, uh, I've ever seen. And she said that they can have it just to say hi.
1: <laughs> we're not supposed to do, you know the rules, man no no look miss i'm sure you're a huge like yes it's very impressive but the performers value their privacy and we're not allowed to and he's kind of giving cole just this
6: i'm gonna what the fuck i'm gonna look at him and say do you want to be the one to tell them that they turned down this one just this once, and then I'm gonna cast suggestion. Maybe we should let her through. (laughs) (laughs) What's your spell, what's your DC on that? 16.
1: All right, fine. (laughs) Jeez, like, are you, God. Come on, you know where they are.
6: Yeah, I'll take her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I will ghostly. you're buying gaze. the drinks though absolutely <laughs> and I'll use ghostly gaze to find out which room they're in because I don't know where these guys are <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay. I can't believe this is actually going this far oh, I, I mean it. I love it like I said I can't wait for it to work
4: like it they're often a train wreck but they legitimately do get done what they're trying to do Honestly, you guys remember the work. Is that a good thing?
1: Yeah. All right. So you with your Superman X-ray vision, start walking back down here. Yeah. And you're just trying to cover as much time as you can. Go ahead
6: and make me a perception check. Okay. I got to change it real quick because Edgar's not on my shoulder. No, he ain't.
7: So...
1: All right. 19. Okay. So you just haul ass as quickly as you can while not actually breaking into a run, just trying to figure
6: out which the room. The busy walk. The busy right. walk. Right,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> Gotta um, get her in, get her out. <laughs>
1: yep. And you fu- you pass one, two, three rooms before you come to and you see uh, Morgan in one room. He seems to be the only one, though.
6: Okay. No Bailey.
1: Don't see Bailey. Okay.
6: Which
7: one but of them? you found uh, one of them.
1: Yeah. I'll. They were both wearing identical cloaks. Uh, one of them was flying. Yeah. Mor- uh, Morgan was not the one who was flying. Okay. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah.
1: Um. He is dressed down now into just his normal kind of gear. Okay. Um, just kind of street clothes and he's sort of got a, got a polished piece of metal in front of him that he's taking off a little bit of makeup with. Okay. But there's a, (laughs) there, there's a ridiculous amount of costuming
6: in this room. All right. Um, I'll say he's in there deep. I I haven't, I can't see her. I don't know where,
7: uh,
6: I'll knock on the door. And come on in. Yep. Uh, I'll open it. And <laughs> hi, this is.
5: My I, name what is Diane Katara yep. Aziz uh, of Qatar Arms, and uh, I'm the daughter of the Malik. So. <laughs> Whips hi.
1: around. Who the fuck are you two?
6: <laughs> I. I yeah, she came up to me, paid me, gave me this to give to you, and it's just the. the
1: Neither cr- of you work here. Fuck off.
6: Hey, can I get some help back here? Security!
7: <laughs> hey. I,
6: I do. I do work for you. I was underneath the stage. Uh, and... Give me an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realize it just... 15.
1: He is looking at you, and he he's not there's no question in his eyes this is a man who knows who works for him yeah. and they, that face is not fucking one of them
6: Rorik is I'm assuming attached at the hip to, to Oh yeah. yeah always
4: yeah. awesome okay that makes this even funnier that there's just like a third wheel
1: oh yeah no Rorik's just been like, trot- trotting yeah. along behind waiting to see where
6: this cool. shit goes so when I notice that I'll be like maybe do that thing now
5: yeah I'm <laughs> not doing it So, eleven
6: d eight. Okay. Fifty
5: seven.
1: And he just (laughs)
6: back down. Shut the door. Shut the door.
7: (laughs)
5: Well,
6: I'll quick check to see is Bailey in there (laughs) that I doesn't doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. Okay. Shut the door and then let's go see if we can find Bailey. Uh, is there like a door across from his or a little farther down? Does, does his have a name on it?
1: No, this is, it's not the sort of setup where it's like, Oh,
6: so-and-so's dressing
1: room. So-and-so's dressing room.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then go a little bit farther down and (laughs) just start knocking on doors.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um,
6: because I'm assuming my ghostly gaze ended.
1: Yeah. Your ghostly gaze is definitely up by now. Yeah. Um, Knock on the first door, open it up. Just looks like props and shit. Mm -hmm. Knock on the second door. And you hear a feminine voice. Yes, come in.
6: Open the door.
1: This is just, there's, it's it's a small office. And she also is in street clothes and is writing something down. and turns back, who are you? It's
5: definitely sorry. Bailey, right? What'd you say? It's definitely Bailey, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it's her. Okay,
5: cool, do the same thing. Hi, my name is Deb Katar and uh, I'm- I'm sorry,
1: to- you're not allowed back here and you-
6: the, the guy in charge at the door said that this was okay. He <laughs> let us through and I jingle the bag and kind of like nod at her.
5: Yeah, my father gave me a lot of money to uh, gift to you all for your amazing performance. It was amazing. I haven't seen anything like it before, and I just wanted to tell you that and give you this. All do, right. I see,
6: do I see the cloak anywhere?
1: Uh, make me a perception check. Mm-hmm. 21. You do not. Mm-hmm. Shit. <clears throat> all right, well, that's very kind of you, but these are private quarters. And you all need to thank you very much, but this is not permitted, so.
5: Oh, I understand. Thank you so much anyway for all of this uh, sleep.
1: (laughs) Uh, Straight for (laughs) it. The head just like slams down on the desk and she's snoring.
7: Right,
6: close okay. the door. Yep. Inside, close the door, start looking for the cloak.
5: <laughs> a few minutes.
6: <laughs> how long yeah, how long does sleep last?
5: Uh, uh,
6: until they wake up, theoretically. As long as we don't slap them awake. No, duration is a minute. It's is a minute. it a minute? Okay,
1: yeah, oh, okay. A minute. <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah. Uh she's unconscious. You're looking around. This is a small office. Doesn't look like there's anything in here. Um, there's a little bit of paperwork. There's a couple of cabinets that you throw open—more papers and books and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, you don't. There's there's definitely no cloak in this small room that's like ten feet by ten feet. Hmm.
5: Does she have pockets? She does. Check the pockets.
1: Uh, there's a little bit of spare change.
5: Nah, I'm not taking and... it. call too. I'm like don't take it. No, I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't going through
6: her pockets. It was you.
5: Definitely, <laughs> I'm going through her pockets. I'm not taking this the small change though. That's rude.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, it looks like I'm the image thinking. of Diamond actively rifling through this person's clothes, and then, s- then s- telling Cole not to steal anything from them. I know. Just to see was what small. was in their pockets. I
1: did
6: not want to take anything in.
1: There. No,
5: no, no, there's one particular thing I want to take. It's not small. It's not the small change. <laughs>
6: okay. Uh, I'm I'm starting to think maybe the cloak might have been in with the costumes.
5: Might have been, but I think we've already.
6: Yeah, overstayed.
5: Overstayed.
1: We should go. Yeah. All right. So what are you doing? You just
6: running back out?
5: This is walking out. Okay.
6: Yep. If... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll go out this, the, the side, state, the backstage door, instead of back out through the front, where all the other... So basically you're
1: going out the other backstage door instead of the same one? Trying yeah. Trying to find your way to there?
6: Yeah. Well, I saw it from...
1: Yeah, I mean, but,
6: yeah, finding yeah. it from the inside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to find it from the inside. Uh, give me an investigation check. Not a super high DC on this one.
6: Okay. Well, you say that, but then I, Four. hey, I rolled it. 14's over. enough. <laughs> yep. You're able to sort of uh,
1: potential floor plan your way over to that other door and duck out. Okay. works like, well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. yeah. That could that could have turned to shit real quick. He did get security out though, so I was a little afraid there for a second.
5: He Did, but uh, uh, we're fine. Um,
6: Better prepared for next time.
5: Yes. Said a lot of names. Yeah, yeah. We fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Get get like essentially a howler from my mom. What were you doing sneaking backstage?
6: I think I think he zonked them out fast enough to where he hopefully won't remember <laughs> that you said your names. But
5: yeah, yeah. they probably weren't paying attention. Uh,
2: cool. Yeah. Maybe they'll all just think it was a dream. Yeah.
5: Maybe.
6: <laughs> they just broke in and they didn't steal anything. What the <laughs> fuck? No,
0: she's introduced herself twice.
5: <laughs> she left I me mean. cold.
4: I feel like there's a a picture of her BTS
6: fans. (laughs) 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 Put up pictures
1: of her family. Bailey and Morgan, K-pop fantasy stars.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. Look,
4: (laughs) BTS is 60% production value.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
4: They're not, they're very good. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
6: but I'll leave Edgar behind to see what commotion we caused
1: afterwards so you guys managed to bail out and yeah um leaving Edgar there and occasionally checking in with uh with yeah. what he can hear and see yeah there's there's definitely eventually a couple people that show up and start trying to figure out where the fuck the two of you went <laughs> but by the time they get there you
6: guys are gone okay yeah yeah no we just live in the rafters now as far as they know
7: <laughs>
6: all right well this was good this is good for for intel that's all we say we went that's all we tried yeah so we just found out who has it we didn't try anything else. Nope. Yeah, because <laughs> we're...
5: It's not late at night again. Like...
6: Exactly. As far as they know, we are one for one. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's getting to sunset by this yeah. point, though. <laughs> yep. Head, head home. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cora. Yep. You've been spending the day trying to get in touch with an octopus. Yep. Um. There aren't... Any responses, anytime you try and reach out mentally to try and psychically, uh, you know, speak. um, You're aware of the the function of your mind link Mm
7: -hmm.
1: and what sort of situations it works in And the fact that you're not getting anything back basically leads you to conclude that whatever has happened to Constance, she no longer has a language and is not innately telepathic herself.
3: Well, shit. Okay.
1: You continue to try every so often, seeing if you can reach any aspect of her consciousness. But this is this is this is kind of, you know, throwing throwing rocks into the ocean at this point. You're not gonna fill it up.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: Duly noted. And then a few hours later you hear I assume a door opened as the other as the uh the diplomatic contingent is coming back from their day's extravaganza.
7: Yep. Yep.
2: Well, I think that was overall actually quite a productive meeting. Yep.
4: Explain what we did.
1: So you are up to date on, hey, we joined the
0: mob. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We need to somehow we'll probably want to figure out what the exact relationship between our landlords and our new associates are at some point
4: well we don't plan to live here much longer
0: no but it's still good to know what that relationship is (sighs) because that's another
4: we'll see if we can find out subtly but yeah I think
0: that it's another organization that we're dealing with and have connections too.
4: I mean, he didn't seem particularly bothered one way or another that we lived at Hawkshead, but no, no, yeah, we'll figure okay. it out.
0: <clears throat> but otherwise, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that went well. As well as could be hoped, at least. Where are- Diamond and Coal. <laughs> weren't they going to go and see about the uh, the magic show, see if they could find out who has the cloak? Oh, were they? Indeed. Oh, okay. I wonder how that's going.
4: I'm Probably sure fine. It's going very well, um, but there is something I wanted to do while Diamond was out. Um, looking around for the oozling. Uh, Bubbles is around. Hmm. Okay. I'll grab a bit of junk or I feel like we just empty our trash can into bubbles. Um, So, so I'll grab some like the trash and bubbles lunchtime. Come on. Lead him into a separate area.
1: (laughs) He'll gurgle his way over to you in a marginally
4: feed you, but I want to try something first. Can you let me try something? I know you don't necessarily understand. Um, and I'm gonna cast Polymorph on the bubbles because okay. I get the warlock thing that lets me cast that one today.
1: Okay, what are you trying to polymorph bubbles into?
4: With the assumption he has a challenge rating of zero or higher, I'm just going for a cat right now.
1: Okay. Uh, he definitely has a CR above zero, yes. And bubbles,
4: meow. Transform him back. Yes. Cool. <laughs> and I will feed Bubbles the trash.
1: Okay. Bubbles will happily consume organic matter. And as a, 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 a magical experiment apparently is successfully concluded while... uh the two youngest i believe of the compact are starting to work their way home that is where we will finish for the evening say goodbye everybody (laughs) bye Bye.
0: goodbye (sighs)